Previously, on The Last Tapestry. Alora, how many enforcers did you want at the uh, museum tomorrow? And there's a silence. Probably not too many. No one really knows about tomorrow, so I don't imagine we'll need too much reinforcements. Hopefully, Piper comes with her own. And they cut out. And that's it for that. Museum? Piper. Amarath mentioned a Piper. Some idol of his that was looking into the rifts. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> we should we should go check out the museum. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to sneak into the head detective's office and take his cold cases and all of his cases so that I could go back in time and stop them from happening. Hey guys, it looks like the coast is clear for now, but we'll hang outside just in case he shows up. Great. Uh, yeah, give us a heads up if you see him coming. All right, Mona, let's break a window. Oh, what a tangled web we weave, when first we practice to deceive. But what of the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. your magic eyes okay so yeah i'm going to cast the tech magic to make sure the window is even warded before i dispel it i mean it is okay we'll last for 10 minutes so we'll know if there's anything magic inside this office too fun so yeah i'm gonna cast dispel magic okay you cast a spell magic and do you have to roll for that depends if the spell is of third level or lower i'm likely to spell it if it's higher i have to roll roll then it's a nine plus four so that's not a 15 no so that i'm gonna burn my other spell slot to try to my other third little spell slot to try to dispel it I believe. um well mm, i mm. it's ranged i don't have to like touch the window to make this happen no 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 i was just gonna be like i think in your first interaction with it and with the dis or with with the detect magic and whatnot you feel that maybe it's not you that this ward is meant for interesting so it might not it might not hurt you or Elijah. Elijah. Can I roll Arcana to know more about what this might be? Sure. Give me an Arcana roll. That's a nine. Oh my uh, gosh. You're not. You're not fully sure. It <laughs> might be something that dis- that is specifically meant to uh, repel other things, but you're not sure. No. Sh- okay. Okay. <laughs> is this information she shares? Yeah. She's like, well, I don't think it's going to hurt us. Why would you ward your windows, but not against people? So that's a scary question. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is, this, is he afraid of, like, 
undead and fiends? Is that the concern he needs to have? Or is it more of like a non-detection sort of thing? I don't know. I didn't roll high enough to know. <laughs> You'd know what type of magic it is, though, right? With your eyes? Yeah. Evocation. Interesting. So the scary one. That's the one that makes things explode, Mona. <laughs> yeah, wards are usually abjuration magic, so that's... I'll try and jimmy up this uh, window, but you gotta promise me I'm not gonna explode, I Mona. can't make some promise! <laughs> Alright, I cast this spell magic again. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much pressure. spell slots. You need those. Oh, I did worse. I was gonna say, you're gonna regret this later. I oh, gave you an hour. No. You did. <laughs> So are you entering the window, Elijah? Yeah, I'm gonna try and get it up very quietly. Okay, roll stealth. Or sleight of hand. Uh, they're the same for me. Okay. Ooh, that is a 26. Nice. You're rolling actually really hot today. Okay, That so... arm was slowing him down. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you are able to just uh, just finesse this, this window right open. It makes no sound whatsoever, like butter. And the whole time he is explaining it to Mona how to, <laughs> like he promised, how to Aww. get through someone's window. She's like, we do this a lot. We do this a lot. <laughs> okay, so you enter in through the window. Both of you? Mm-hmm. Okay, you both clamber in through the window. And it just kind of feels safe in here. Just kind of... I suppose protected. There's some kind of like muffling effect in the office. You can't pinpoint it for a nine, but you you definitely feel it. And then also you step into the room. You do still feel safe, but you feel quietly as though there is something else a little off, but you can't pinpoint it. It's nothing big enough or drastic enough to really register to your notice for a nine. But what about with detect magic? It it's the same spell. Okay. So, you're not really sure. But you are in the head detective's office. What's with this weird room, Mona? I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish you were close to another wizard. <laughs> and we could ask about this. Rude. <laughs> what? I mean, you don't know. It'd be good to have a big wizard. <laughs> I oh, cast it large on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Giant Mona. <laughs> Giant Mona does magic twice as good because mm-hmm. she's got twice as much brain. Yeah. Giant Mona. <laughs> I'm not a good investigator, but I'll start rifling through the desk. I'll, I'll also roll investigation. Excellent. Both of you roll investigation, please. <laughs> That's a four. My hot rolling is at an end. Oh my god. It's an 11. Four. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, can I also get you to both roll stealth? Oh boy. Using a different dice. <laughs> I was just thinking that it's like Can I say Deli and Amaranth are like looking at this through their crystal ball this yeah, whole time? Yeah, they're they're just watching it and Amaranth's just sweating <laughs> even more. Like, I've, I've, got, I've got an 18. Oh, nice. Natural 20, so 25. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, you guys are basically invisible in there for sure. Uh, we're just not it, doing anything no. useful. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just like fucking in the shadows just pawing around uselessly at some filing cabinets. <laughs> This looks useful. Okay, so um, take the whole thing. Get the whole thing out the window. As you are, uh, you're pawing through the desk. Uh, you don't. 
your, your, your eyes don't really focus on a lot of the paperwork. You know, you kind of like look real quickly at a lot of it. Just some, just some court orders, some unfilled out search warrants, things like that. It's Elijah's you, worst enemy, which is reading. <laughs> <laughs> you look up and you see a portrait on the wall. Um, and it's of a, uh, a Triton man of some kind of deep sea squid variety. And um, the plaque below it says Laguna Light Lariath. But that's really all you notice of any note in here. Just a big portrait of this guy who is not Cassius. Plural history on him? Sure. 16. Okay. He was the previous head detective as of not even that many years ago. Mm. But he disappeared. Is that a weird thing to have in an office? I think so. I feel like I would be creeped out if the guy who had my job was looking. I've never had an office. <laughs> I feel like I'd be creeped out by it. I think so, yeah, for sure. I mean, there are other portraits of other detectives, but this one's big. Should we look behind <laughs> it? We Should we take it? <laughs> no. Just toss it out the window. I like the idea of taking it. Um, he starts taking it down. Okay, you uh, you take it down. Could I get you to roll... Um, Sleight of hand with advantage, please, with how stealthy you've been. Oh, no. It turns out Blackwood was behind the portrait. He's like, got you, motherfuckers. Uh, 17. Excellent. Okay, that's that's uh, that's sufficient. There is a number you can't fall be- below, and you're definitely getting close, but you haven't gotten there yet. Jesus. Um, so you, you set the painting down. I mean, there is a safe back there, but you don't know the the code and you also don't know if there would be anything interesting in it. i mean probably valuables i wish i had knock all right <laughs> mona, are you... isn't that really loud <laughs> yeah <laughs> mona are you a safe cracker i guess we could find out <laughs> i mean the only other plan i have is to call jazz and ask him if he can walk me through cracking a safe <laughs> oh my fucking god Crime dead hell. <laughs> Which, by the way, I do not know if that is a skill he has. <laughs> what do you roll to crack a safe? Hmm, perception to hear the clicks, maybe? Okay, I'm decent at that. <laughs> Alright, 15. 15, okay. You did great. You can tell you did, like, it's kind of, you did a good job. Like, you got really, really close. But it's unfortunately a little tough because it is the head detective's safe right do you want to take a crack at it oh boy take a crack i should i can i can um are you gonna call jazz <laughs> i was gonna ask if i could give the help action because i've i'm like know what i'm doing apparently because i got close that is true you can either use uh you can use mona or jazz you can phone a friend uh <laughs> <laughs> I'll use I'll use Mona because she is right here in the room. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a perception roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep thinking you're a wisdom-based character. I was like, it's got to be good, right? My wisdom's okay. Okay. It's, it's Dilly's. It's not. It's Dilly's. yeah. Now I I do have thieves' tools. Does that help me in any way? Yes. It has a stethoscope <laughs> attached to it. <laughs> in what way? You already got advantage, right? Because of the help action? Yeah, could it so be So you had a... your proficiency? Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's helpful. That will be a 21. Nice. 21. Uh, that'll do it. So you are able to um, get into the safe. And you do see some, some valuables in there. You definitely see some money. And then you see a briefcase. A small briefcase full of, you don't know what. But if there's a briefcase... 
Seems to be quite full. I take the briefcase. Okay. Briefcase is now in your inventory. <laughs> Except it's not, it's in your hand. <laughs> Mona, I can't carry the briefcase and the portrait. It don't take the <laughs> <see> portrait. <laughs> Hold on, don't you think it'd be extremely funny to take it to the Stella plane? It would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be hilarious. <laughs> so why shouldn't... <laughs> Will it even fit out the window? (laughs) It would be rough. You definitely have to make a sleight of hand roll not to make a ton of noise. Also, how will he not notice his fucking portrait is missing? I want him to see. Can you, like... I summon a... I I summon a quill into my hand because that's the thing I can do and hand it to you and say, quick, draw a mustache. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I draw a mustache on it. So you've drawn mustache on this uh, deep sea fish man. Um, yeah. Deli and Amaranth are seeing this. Yeah. Amaranth is like, what the fuck are they doing? Should we tell them not to? I don't know. Did, yeah, <laughs> can you tell them through the yeah, wall? Yeah. Hey guys, maybe no? What do you mean no? Don't. Just put the thing back and get out of there. Oh, hold on. Um, it's a mustache. I swear to God, if you guys fuck this up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Deli, I'm did here. you sleep bad? <laughs> I'm here with fucking pigtail braids and a backpack, guys. Come on. That sounds cute. <laughs> that sounds precious. It's less cute when she's just like, what the fuck, you guys? <laughs> Actually, that's more cute. I picture her with, like, freckles and everything. <laughs> I quickly scrawl the mustache and throw it back up on the wall, I guess. <laughs> oh, I see. So it wasn't to make it easier to steal. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> no, I don't know. You fun. did a wizard trick to give me a quill. I was like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. this is the, like, quill of ensmallening where if <laughs> no. you draw a mustache oh, on the thing... I it cast produce on it! <laughs> Are you going to have any spell slots when we get to the actual part of this game? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dally's just hitting her head against, like, Amaranth's, like, desk. <laughs> Amaranth's just sitting there with his finger steeple, just like, maybe... <laughs> How are you going to explain that? I don't know. I'm just going to not come back, I guess. I guess I'm you just... got to turn in your badge. <laughs> I just, I'll just run. I'll just do a runner, um, or something until you turn the world your life ends. to crime. Amaranth, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Oh, oh God, or is it? <laughs> and uh, so you've got an ensmallened <laughs> portrait of the previous fucking <laughs> head detective <laughs> with a mustache dr- drawn on it. Oh my God! He leave out the window. And you've got the briefcase. Uh, yeah. Hold, hold on. We do close the window after us. Oh, that's nice. Naturally. <laughs> that way he won't know anyone's been in his office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you to do... Oh my gosh. So Can I get you to do one done. more stealth check, please, as you're going out the window? <laughs> Certainly. Oh. 12? 19. Oh. Okay. You have fallen below it. So, um, oh boy. as as you're trying t- your best not to scuff this picture of this man, you have no idea who he is. 
Like I imagine it's like smaller now, so it's like it's like just little picture size. Like you can hold it under one arm quite easily, or put it in your pack. Um, I guess, but you don't want to crush the glass, so you're just like finagling through the <laughs> finagling through the window, and as you do, it just like wraps against the the window frame. Oh God. <laughs> So this noise definitely summons the head detective from the break room that is kind of adjacent to the detective unit. And he he just like walks out and he has his partner next to him. Can you please describe her? Oh, um, she's a fire genasi woman uh, who has like a short bob kind of cut. Looks very classy. Yeah, and they both seem pretty intense. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I guess I should describe the head detective, who is just a big fearbolg man <laughs> um, who just looks a bit surly. And he's just like, did you hear that in my room? Are you hearing things again? Specify hearing things, Jen. What do you mean that? I don't know. Sometimes you just hear things. Although I think I did hear a rapping from your chamber door, if you know <laughs> what I mean. I... I do not. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe crack a book sometime. <laughs> <laughs> he just gives a sigh and opens uh, the door. So, like, um, <laughs> by the time he has left that that room, the rec room, you have gotten through the window. But uh, before you can close the window behind you, you do hear people enter the room. <laughs> so, what do you guys do? You are now in the in the courtyard. It is for the moment empty. You need to get back into the alleyway. I mean, you're in the alleyway, but you're in the courtyard part of it. I guess we book it, right? Yeah, just run. Okay, roll dex for me. <laughs> and then you and I will roll... Uh, Perception? Perception, that's a good one. Why Can I roll not like shit today, please? No, I have nothing in perception. <laughs> I got a 10. Do you, think oh. I should roll, do you think I should roll a luck point? Yes. I'm going to use one of those luck points. Watch me roll lower, though, you know? Oh, thank God. Okay. 18. 19. I rolled a 20. Oh, he rolled an 11. He is very big and he can't get through this window, but he hears a scuffle outside of people running away. And initially he tries to go through the window, but he is a fear bulk man. Yeah. So he just like draws back and he's just like, fuck it. Jen, can you go through the window, please? I'll go around. Why did I have to go through the window? You have to catch whoever it was that was... Okay, fine, whatever. You owe me one. I will jump out this window for you heroically. She, I guess, jumps out the window. Okay, if we're actually being chased and I see that we're being chased, Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Rope Trick. (laughs) Oh my god. Rope Trick. Okay, yeah, you do see a Fire Genasi woman jump out of the window. I have Counterspell. Will that do anything? Hold on. Yeah, it will. I have a 60-foot range on this. Well, shit. Yeah, one reaction. Yeah, it automatically counterspells. So there goes my spell spot. (laughs) (laughs) You start to climb the rope and the rope just falls down on you. I mean, I'm a warlock, so (laughs) I only have two of these guys. You don't have to go to a museum later. That's true. You start to use rope trick to get out of there and Jen counterspells it. Mona, climb on my back. Roll for- No. (laughs) (laughs) One moment, please. Can everyone roll initiative? (laughs) Oh, boy. I'd rather not. Uh-huh. Okay. Is that three? <laughs> Can no. I, like... What the fuck? He's having a bad day. First his beloved portrait got stolen. <laughs> beloved? He's just like, no, my portrait. <laughs> <laughs> 
I made this room safe for it. <laughs> what did everyone get? I got an 11. 18. I say, Mona, get on my back. I'm gonna fly us away from here. You can fly? <laughs> Occasionally, very short bursts. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But well, we have a getaway vehicle like right there. Yeah, but he's gonna, he's gonna, Marjorie's <laughs> just sitting in it. I don't <laughs> like want to a... leave them to our get. I, the other two are still inside, as far as I know. I'm gonna get on his back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, as an Azamar, as a protector Azamar, he can gain a fly speed oh. for like a minute. Mm-hmm. Does he get wings? He does. Mm-hmm. Ooh. He, he, some, some beautiful golden semi-spectral wings. Pretty. So he flies where exactly? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're in a courtyard, which means there are other buildings around, right? Yes. Are they tall? Yes. Flying up onto a roof. (laughs) Okay. You're going to fly up onto the roof of the next building over. Yes. Okay. Uh, How far can you fly again? I gained a 30-foot fly speed, so I guess it's, if I dash, 60 feet. And that's what you're doing, presumably. Yeah. You fly into the sky with uh, Mona on your back, and you land on the top of this building. I'm pretty sure the building, 60 feet is tall for a building. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. You fly on top of the building. Mona, just chilling? You just hoping this is enough? We got greedy. I got greedy. It's okay. I have something lesser to you. Oh my god. No. <laughs> Bianca. Bianca. Why? The real the real BBG of Arc 3 is your friend Bianca. I got I got nothing. Okay, what I'm going to do if they get up here, I'm going to cast jump and jump to the next building. Okay. Cool, so you're saving your action. Yes. All right, Jen. I don't know. (laughs) I guess I could shoot at them. (laughs) Oh, my God. But that's not going to do anything. Just like a fucking cop. You don't know what's going on, but you're (laughs) You're just just like... You're just going to shoot at them. Can I do a roll to figure out the best way to get chase them? You can roll insight. I guess I'll call for backup. That can be a bonus action. Um, that'd be a 17. For a 17, in order to catch them, you know the only real way they can go back down is either through the building or down the fire escape. So you don't you don't know if they're going to opt to go through a building, but if you send cops through the front of the building, they can't. Yeah. So I guess I'll I'll call for backup to surround the building and go up the fire escape. Is that like the like more direct way to get up to them? Yeah, you can get to the fire escape, I okay. think. Okay, can I? Well, I don't think you can do anything right now because yeah. you're- Yeah, so I guess yeah. I, get, I will dash? Yeah, I dash. <laughs> I, will, I will allow this. Okay. So you, you dash up the um, the fire escape, and after you, you called for backup, um, I think Cassius is fine enough with that, and he also is going to follow you up the fire escape. I was wondering what far step does. What does that do? Teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Look, no cardio for him. That's a ba- that's about the same as dashing, just fun. <laughs> it's not fair. Why didn't you why didn't you just do that to begin with? You couldn't see out the window. Oh, you made, you you made me you made me jump out the damn window, Blackwood. <laughs> I forgot 
Nobody knows that. <laughs> like she knows his spells, his spells that he has. It's a, it's you know what? It's rough. Uh, it's rough. When you're a warlock, you don't want to use a spell slot. Uh, but he is going. He's going to far step up to the top of the building. Um, no. <laughs> oh, and he's that's just a bonus action. So that's why that's so good. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you're still in the air, and he's not. I guess he could try to tackle you. I use my reaction to jump to the next building. <laughs> oh, that's right! You've saved that! So, yeah, as he goes to tackle you, he just, like, misses and grabs the air as you leap to the next building. And he just, like, ends up on the ground of this rooftop, just, like, watching you spring away. And now you're on another building! This'll go well. Elijah. I'm still on this first building, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't have a way to save you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but don't you fly for a minute? I can fly for a minute. So I guess he just, like, he grasped at empty air, the empty <laughs> air behind Elijah. He wasn't expecting this girl to just spring off. <laughs> like the weirdest fucking incarnation of Banjo-Kazooie possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're still here. Eli Elijah flies away. <laughs> Okay, so you're flying away, and as as you are, like the detective is just—he's yelling after you. He's like, "Who are you? What? Why are you? Why were you in my office?" I don't think this is technically a crime. I was told it's not. <laughs> are you saying that while you're flying? Yeah. <laughs> as he dashes, you can't prove anything. Jump last for a few minutes, so I'm just gonna keep jumping from to different rooftops until I'm and away. And they're just like flying and jumping away. Okay, so that's how that goes. Um, and uh, Jen gets to the top of the building. She's just like huffing, like. <sighs> <laughs> Did you get the name? No, he didn't. Why is he gonna give me his name for? I mean, I, I don't know. I guess you could give a description to the sketch artist. Uh, I can do that. <laughs> Did he steal your portrait? He only rolled a ten, so he's just gonna be. Like, Did he? Yeah, I mean, I noticed it when he <laughs> walked into your your room. That's not good. And he just tries to stay composed and goes back down the stairs. I guess, like, Jen will just call off the, the cops and call up a, a sketch artist. <laughs> Get the patrol officers on it, just, yeah. like, to go around um, Astoria. <laughs> do, do Amaranth and Deli just, like... <laughs> well, I guess I would say Deli would run out to Mar Marjorie and, like, be like, follow them, like, in the car, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so and then Deli's, like, ranting in the backseat. I told him not to do it. I told him not to do it. They're going to get it. So get it when we get it back to them. Yeah. You you and Amaranth are in the backseat, presumably? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, God! <laughs> Stop rolling with that dice. <laughs> I need to go get another set. So, um, Mar meanwhile, Marjorie is unsteadily driving a car. Oh, shit. I forgot she didn't know how to drive. And um, she, like, uh, runs a stop <laughs> sign. But that's uh, that's fine um, because she can roll decks. <laughs> to not okay. get a cop. Yeah, no, oh she swerves. God. She does swerve around a, a patrol car that is tearing out of vehicle processing. Uh, one of the garage, uh, the, the garage is on the backside, and it's got its lights on, and it is, it is, uh, there are actually a couple of them probably, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that, have, that are out on the streets now, and they don't seem to be bothering with the fact that she doesn't know how to drive. 
Um, I do love that, like, I think it was when we went to go save Azriel, she was like, I'm a nun, I don't know how to drive. <laughs> yeah, and then in this one, we're just like, you're the getaway driver. <laughs> I just kind of assumed she was in the driver's seat. I don't know why. She, she was. Yeah. Um, she was just keeping it warm. <laughs> she didn't think she'd have to. For real. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she unsteadily is going to follow. So I guess, um, where are you guys headed? <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> how far away is the museum oh my god it's not too terribly far and if you are able to roll sufficiently stealthy enough i'd say you can get there how f- is which is closer that or the golden grass headquarters <laughs> probably the museum okay yeah i guess just try- just try and stealthily get to the museum, I think, would be Elijah's plan. Uh, okay, roll stealth. I'm scared to. 19. Hey. Ooh, nat 20. Nice. Hey. Okay, so you guys are so stealthy. And Elijah is so stealthy that um, he's able to see where the patrolmen are going. And he's, and he's so... Just supreme stealth. He is such a master at this that we can say he, like, looses a couple of his, like, weird ephemeral feathers off in a direction to completely send them off in the wrong course. Hell yeah. So they go just completely the wrong direction. And uh, and you guys head to the museum. So uh, you end up in an alley right next to the museum. This fey vehicle... Like very, very slowly and carefully, uh, rolls up to the museum. Maybe Dolly's giving pointers. How like. dinged up is this car now? It's a little dinged up, but like um, mostly fine. Oh, she's just clearly just white knuckling it. Uh, but she she does stop it and gets out of the car. Sorry, just tap the brake. Tap the brake. Ah! <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Once 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 it's fully parked, she's just like okay, okay. Thank you, Dolly. Um, I did it. We lived. Yeah, no thanks to some people. What were you thinking? Oh, hold on. Like you were the ones in trouble. (laughs) I don't think we were. I think we were fine. And then you decided to steal a picture of the old head detective for no reason. Not for no reason, because I thought it would be extremely funny to have in the stellar plane. And it will be, and it is. Yeah, we okay. did great, right, Mona? And he comes up for a high five. <laughs> Mona's like, whoa, I feel alive. Oh, God, okay. This nun loves crime. We're about to go into a museum where there is also a lot of sealable portraits. Yeah, that No is crime true. in the museum. Okay, good. Well, we don't know that for a fact because we don't know why we're at the museum. That's also true. Oh, <laughs> uh, Amaranth. Did you know we were going to the museum to see Piper? I I thought you guys were just escaping. You're, I I mean I knew Piper was in town. I didn't I didn't know it was like here here. We intercepted a mysterious message. Oh. That says she's gonna be here. I know you mentioned that she's some sort of rift detective. Yeah, a she's rift a, detective. Yeah, she's a primary investigator for the rifts. She her family goes back. 300 years. Ooh, Amaranth. And they still haven't figured it out? Well, uh, That doesn't bode well. Well, the first one, I mean, Marigold Spyglass disappeared in a rift. Oh. <laughs> um, but, shoot, that... 
If it's anything like my personal rift experience, torn apart, extremely painful. I, I don't like that, but anyway, she'd know more than anyone about rifts. I, I know I've mentioned that to you before. Great, well, we're gonna go see what she's doing. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready to meet Piper Spyglass today. I meant I to mention camera. it to you. <laughs> Wait, are you like a fan? He's yes. a huge fan. This is so adorable. <laughs> oh my god. He just blushes and seems like oh, embarrassed. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you can get an autograph. I would love an autograph. I right, would even so forget you'll... about the stupid thing you did. I wouldn't. You mean the extremely <laughs> awesome thing we did. Oh, we also <laughs> we also got a briefcase. I don't I didn't look in it. Well, I certainly hope the right things are inside of it. So now that we have this stuff, though, Amaranth, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to go through it, and I'm going to read them, and I'm going to see if I can either solve any cold cases. Can I? Since I can go back in time. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. We we stole stuff for you to just do more police work? Y I mean, yeah, but he's That's also- That's all he thinks about. <laughs> okay. Is yes? This... Can I open this briefcase? Yeah. <laughs> I, I open it. Okay. There is actually a missive on top. It is a letter from a mage at Crescent, and it says, uh, thank you for your assistance in the, um, and then it has a number for a case. It says, I will do what I can to help you with Pale Knight and the curse, but as of right now, I don't know anyone who would know much about it. Does this case number mean anything to you, Amaranth? Uh, Amaranth, like, did you, did you read it aloud? Yeah. Uh, no, but Mona would know Pale Knight as one of the Archfey vestiges that Clementine told her about. Ooh, do I know what it was a vestige of? I believe so. Yes, Pale Knight always appears in a shimmer of strange light as a diaphanous white sheet that billowed in a non-existent wind, yet never enough to reveal what lurks beneath. Besides the cloak, only white gossamer hairs concealed her incorporeal visage, preventing onlookers from glimpsing the true maddening wrongness of her existence. So, um, she is, I guess, the more demonic archfey, or Whoa. abyssal archfey. She is pretty serious business. Mona shares that. Is your boss cursed? I, I mean, I guess so. I guess so, that's what this letter implies. He didn't seem cursed, he was extremely fast. He did, he did book it. Maybe he is a warlock of this? Oh, he did, he was Pale doing night. a little bit of magic, I think. When he teleported onto that route. Yeah, I think that was magic. <laughs> it's not just really good cardio, huh? No. That's fine. <laughs> but it says curse. Maybe it's a metaphor. <laughs> like he's a warlock and he doesn't want to be? Yeah. Can you just say no? Thanks? I'm good now? Probably not. Depends on the zeal, I guess. Mmm. Well, <laughs> he's going to be mad about this. Is there anything else in there? Yeah, there's a bunch of case files. Oh, okay. Now he, clo he closes it and hands it to Amaranth. He's like, looks like it's your stuff. As for why it's here, Pale Knight? I guess I'll have to look into it. But that's for later. Right now, um, it's museum time. I've never been to a museum before. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited in hopes that none of my spell slots are necessary for this. I sure hope not to. You know, it's fine. If things go bad, you get behind me and I will stab whoever you need me to stab. <laughs> Aw. Thank you. 
Can we take a little siesta before we go in so I can get one spell slot back? <laughs> I don't think we had a time limit on getting to the museum. Yeah, you could take a little siesta in the car like Ezra likes to do. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. I get one second level spell slot back. You're taking a little car nap and Elijah just sort of pokes his head and he's like, see, you and Ezra aren't so different. Aww. <laughs> Aww. He's a good guy, Mona. <laughs> he would have loved this. He's going to regret that he wasn't there for this portrait heist. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to love it is the thing. It's absolutely just mad. Okay. So you take a little nap and you now... Are at the, you're at the front of the museum. Hello, my wasting children. Welcome to the Metro. This is Danny, your pale knight. First up, we'd love it if you'd follow us on social media. We like to post announcements and art, and what better way to keep on top of all that than by clicking that follow button? Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Last Tapestry and Instagram at the.last.tapestry. We also have a link to our shiny new website there, thelasttapestry.com. It has links to our Discord server along with art and bios, and we know you'll want to see that goodness. We also have exclusive live listens on the Tuesdays of release weeks at 5.30 PST on twitch.tv forward slash thelasttapestry. Want an NPC named after you? Make sure to leave a review on iTunes. We don't do a ton of marketing for the show, so word of mouth really helps us out. And if you're leaving a review, make sure to list your pronouns so that your character better reflects you. That's it for our intro. We'll get back to the show after a word from our fellow actual play, Super Idols RPG. Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, magical girl-inspired masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen. Karen. Super Idols RPG, the internet's premier narrative play podcast about super-powered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold. Must be 13 years or older to listen, because we do sometimes say Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us. That's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself, because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool, and it's a fun show, and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details. So before we enter, I will introduce two new mechanics that um, I'm going to incorporate for this session and for the rest of the sessions. So the first is pushing it, where if you're close enough to a success on a physical roll, be that strength, dex, or con, you can power through it and add two to your score, but you must take a level of exhaustion. So that's any time. So if you need to make a dex save, you need to make a strength check, you need to do anything. If there's poison and you're making a con save or you're drowning, just make sure that you remember this and you can push it and add two to your score. And ideally that will be enough. There's also going to be the attempt system, which is based off of a lot of other TTRPGs, which actually give you experience and whatever when you roll too low um, and fail. 
So you, um, every time you crit fail, you receive what I'm going to call attempts. And with four attempts, you can take a feat. So make sure going forward that your critical fails are being counted. And it does mean that I'll be asking for fewer group rolls of perception, insight, etc., um, because it's unfair to get an attempt when you stand to lose nothing. In group roles where there is like a group perception or group insight, I probably won't count that attempt. Because sometimes everyone just wants to do a roll, and that's fine. But that just means I won't count an attempt for that one. But okie dokie. So you walk into the museum. You're in the lobby now, and it's a pretty lobby. There is a marble on the floor. There are pretty statues to either side of you, and then there's two doors like that seem to lead to like one is to an office one is to a uh, coat check and um inside there are a myriad of people all of whom you know i believe let me now tell you who it is there is coniferous sharp and he is standing there with aria at one elbow and atlas at the other elbow there's also willow who has also come from the unfolding play, which isn't happening, as you know. And as such, Coniferous does look a little sad. It does seem like Willow is trying to like cheer him up, and Willow's just like, come on, come on, Arya, say something to him, say something nice. And Arya's just like, you've got a fun accent. <laughs> what? <laughs> and Coniferous is like, thank you, I... I guess. <laughs> I just, I've, I, you know, I really wished we could have been doing the unfolding play today, but as we know, it's impossible to do improv without the unfolding play machine. This is also known as the circumstance engine. I just forgot the name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> He's really torn up. Um, <laughs> we did this to him. Shit. <laughs> we're the real monsters. No, we're saving the world. At the cost of theater. <laughs> <laughs> And there is also a half-orc woman there with a uh, dark bob cut, and she's got a whip on her hip, and um, she's talking to the museum's curator, presumably, which is just a a kobold man with a monocle, and they're, they're chatting. She's right next to, like, a little constructed stage that's got some stanchions around it. And um, so that's what's going on. That is the scene that you walk into. Elijah leans in to Amaranth and points at the half-orc woman. And he's like, is that her? Is that your girl? Yeah, that's that's Piper. I figured because I know the rest of these people. I didn't know the kobold, <laughs> but he, that was my next guess. <laughs> no, it's uh, that. That's Piper. Are we, are, do we talk to her or? What are we expecting? We're expecting... Something about Alora's enforcers, right? That's what the message said? Um, I think what happened was was that they were not going to send many enforcers and were hoping that, that Piper had her own people because there wasn't going to be a big police presence today. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, can I do a perception check for, like, to see if there are any, like, guards hiding around or skulking around? Sure. It's a five. Oh. Can I also roll perception? Yes. Ah, it's a nat 20. 21. (laughs) So as you're looking around, you notice a few things. Like, they all kind of pop out to you like Sherlock status, where they're just like, just fucking hone in on them. So the first you notice is there are two enforcers in this room, but they're, they're quite, I don't want to say gaudy, but they're just like these beautiful art deco looking automatons. 
that are standing at the ready and kind of like meld into the art deco patterns on the walls. But you can see them, you spot them. And they are standing at the ready. You also see around this, even in this room, up on the ceiling, there is like a, um, some strange device that seems to be constantly scanning. It's got two little wires off of it and it's got like a little wheel that is constantly turning and a light that will intermittently beep or like blink green. I like point these things out. What do you think they're protecting here? Museum stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe Piper? Maybe someone wants to kill her. I don't... Maybe they want to kill her. No, I don't think so. Why would they want to kill her? She knows too much about riffs. <laughs> okay. Are these Alora's enforcers? Like, yes. Or Alora's technology? Mm-hmm. Okay. You would recognize it. The robots from the previous night were not as fancy as this, but Got they it. do have a similar aesthetic. Maybe it's to match the whole museum aesthetic. Do you think she has different enforcers just for different occasions? It seems that way. That's fancy. Rich people. Uh, can't we just go up and talk to Piper? I mean, it seems like we can. I was just trying to see if she did bring gods with her. Doesn't seem like it, but... No. I guess, you know, let's go up and have a chat. I mean, she's big. She's like seven foot. She's got a whip. She doesn't <laughs> need guards. <laughs> I guess she's her own god. Yeah. What? Can I roll something to, to, to know about the machine that she saw? It's scanning. Just flat intelligence. Uh, 15. Okay. You would presume that it is some sort of scanner. And I know that I already mentioned that it was scanning, but it seems to be some form of, like, scanner that is intermittently checking to make sure everything in the room is okay. So you would intuit that there, this thing is, is keeping watch and running intermittent checks to make sure that it everything is fine. Do I know how often it's doing that? About every 10 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. It's quite a bit, yeah. So it sounds like that's just a museum thing? Yeah. I've never been. I don't know if that's normal. Let's go talk, I guess. Okay. So you walk up to the um, the half-orc woman, and you can hear her talking to the... Kobold? Yeah, but what was his... Oh, the oh. curator. You can hear her talking to the curator excitedly about what it is that is in there. And she just says, I just got back from the steps. It was great. Um, You know, it was actually some pretty good weather out there. And, um, and this guy seems a little, like, dry. I guess you can't really read how he's reacting to all this. Just intermittently, he'll just, like, nod. And then he notices you guys coming up. And then she does. And she's just like, oh, hello. I didn't realize that we had so many people invited to the premiere. Uh, but I know some of some of you did come from the uh, unfolding play, which did not end up happening today. So my apologies to you. Um, it does seem like a bit of a bummer, honestly. Oh, uh, you know, we're, we're making the best of it. We've gotta give it some culture somewhere. This is where we've chosen to do so. Well, yes, uh, there is. There's a lot of culture at a museum. Do you know anything about the exhibit today, or were you hoping to? We're see? here to learn. Oh, excellent! I do love, I love teaching. I really do. Um, it's my secondary calling. Uh, but first, uh, did, did you want to find out about anything in particular? I've got a few things at the exhibit here today, but there is obviously my um, don't want to say my bread and butter, but the, but the uh, the piece de resistance. Elijah, Elijah looks over to Mona and he's like, is that French? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We. <laughs> okay. So you, you mean the riffs? The ri- oh, what about them? Uh, I don't think that's really the, uh, 
that's the really the big thing, but I, I can talk about rifts. I am one of the foremost experts in the field. I mean, maybe this is a silly question, but do you know where they come from? It is hard to say. We've been trying to track it for a while. I, I have a theory, but I, I mean, I'm naturally I'm a little leery about sharing just theories. I don't want to start any rumors. I'd well, be curious to hear them. We can promise not to tell anyone. Someone want to roll persuasion? Sounds like a problem you for Deli. Yeah, that's how you get advantage. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's just so cute in her little flower crown. Aww. A just little she- baby girl <laughs> Deli in a flower crown. Yeah. I don't think she's a child anymore. No, no, I just yeah. mean before. Oh, I mean yeah. before. That was cute. Um, wow, I rolled a 17 and a 16. So that's plus six. Uh, 23. 23. Nice. She's like, oh, all right. The Outlands... Uh, is where we, we think it's coming from. A realm of pure and, and unrestrained magic. Um, I think most people know it for the vestiges, but not many people know about vestiges. That's usually a word I say and no one understands. But they are archfey, I suppose, who exist in the in the outlands. Do you know a lot about them? I know a little bit. Uh, yeah, we've been I've been searching, researching for years. Honestly, my family has been researching for hundreds of years. It's a lot of research. Do you think that the Vestiges are causing the rifts? Uh, I, I don't think so. It's, I think I think it's something else. Um, do you have like any way to detect rifts or when they might or predict when they might happen? Uh, I've been working on something like that with uh, the wonderful artificer in this city, Laura Lockhart. Oh yes, yes. Mm. Uh, we've been working on a few things, including a, uh, a device to perhaps open a controlled rift. Now, what would you do that for? To study it. I, could, like, I think Deli would like hit Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... What if, theoretically, could it lose control? I don't think so. It's in a controlled environment. What's a controlled environment? What's that mean? Well, I mean, it's it's in it's in a laboratory where the there's certain specifications for a rift are only met in a in a specific portal. Let's just say something happens, theoretically, where it gets out of control. Are there any, like, fail-safes or anything like that? There are fail-safes, yes. The, the machine will turn off. To her, we sound like those people who thought the hadron, large hadron is yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to open a black hole. <laughs> She's just like, oh, great, the anti-science crowd is no. here. <laughs> so it's, it's, she just does this at, like, her lab? Uh, well, yes. I mean, her lab is owned directly by the uh, the Sky Ministry, so mm. the, endorsed by the Sky Ministry. So it's honestly one of the best labs I've I've ever really had access to. I'm sure. Uh. <laughs> Dolly's like, okay. yeah. Amaranth is just glaring <laughs> daggers. <laughs> I got a I got a question for you about vestiges. You ever heard of one called Pale Knight? Yes, uh, I'm familiar. Um, there are some documents who call her the uh, Mother of Demons. Does she do curses? Oh, yes. Uh, you are definitely supposed to be wary of, of Pale Knight. I didn't expect you were going to talk to her about <laughs> uh, She can actually give you a wasting curse. Oh. It will, it will half your lifespan in best cases. That sounds like a pretty bad curse for most people, I would imagine. Oh, it's not a good one. No. Everyone's giving me a look, so... So, what is your piece de resistance? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Definitely more informed about that. Um, <laughs> I brought an idol back from the Stepping Stones. 
Obviously, there are a lot of Selyun worshippers here in uh, Arunia, but there are a great many in the Stepping Stones who practice, I would say, a more, I don't want to say antiquated, but a much older version of the religion uh, pre what happened 300 years ago when, um, well, they say it was the first time a god died. Wait, what god? Well, who, who do you see, the thing is no one knows. His name was scrubbed from history. Oh. It's referred only to he who was. Oh, Archie mentioned that. Um, you don't know anything about him? Well, I do know he's an important part of uh, the Salian worshippers in the Stepping Stones, a part of their religion. They, they try to remember him as well as they can because they believe there is something that connects he and Selyun based on worshippers at the time. There is a, there's a very careful history by them um, that, that links him to, some say, even the darkness of dreams. Is the, um, is the idol on exhibit? Like, can we see it? Like You can't it... see it, Got no. It. But there is a big exhibit room behind her. I mean, I'd love to see it. It sounds fascinating. Oh, yes, the idol is, well, it is quite beautiful. It is, uh, it is a, well, it's, it's somewhat of a sculpture. There is, um, there is clay for the faces, and then for the body, it is, um, birch wood, like scraps of birch wood from the stepping stones that were said to have collected 300 years ago. It's called the, um, well, the idol itself is called the Dreamer of Three Faces. It's quite, um, quite magically charged, but that's not my area of expertise. Sounds really important to those people, they just... Loaned it to you? Um, well, no, there aren't as there aren't as many of them anymore, and I just thought it'd be a good thing to study, considering, you know, the ties. Perhaps that, that well, that it had to my, to Marigold, Spyglass disappearing 300 years ago. It all quite lines up. I found it in an archaeological dig. Hmm. Are we allowed to go, go back and look at it? Yes, you can. And uh, as she's saying this, the others are kind of filtering. There is obviously this big exhibit room in the center, and there is a corridor that goes around it. And the others are kind of felt splintering off. So like Arya and Willow go in one direction, and Coniferous <laughs> and Atlas, yes, Coniferous <laughs> and Atlas go in the other direction. They're kind of like walking off, and as they are, she points, and she's just like, now, there's a bit of a, a time crunch here, actually. So if I could get you to um, hurry. it is Time is quite of the essence. So if uh, you, you each could split up, please, and go to each of the different security checkpoints, what you will need is to register your signature so that you can enter the room without a lockdown coming into effect. Wait, why is security so... Well, like... it's, it's very important that this idol is protected. Right. Right. So Wait, why is there a time thing crunch? Because that's people can't be in there very long. Oh, I see. There's just they're going to open it for just a moment and then we have to close it. I guess that seems very very important idol, huh? It's incredibly important, yes. Okay, so we have to go sign in. Uh yes. Um there are three different exhibits if you would like to um you can go to whichever one I'm supposed I suppose it might be. A bit of a line at each of them, so it's hard to say. Just divide and conquer. Um, there is the Tridal Triumvirate exhibit. Um, there is the there is an exhibit on the advances of Dysis. 
And you'd know Dysis is, it used to be like a war-torn country that was held, like headed by a war-forged. And in recent years, it has like, it is, it has found peace because the, the, there was like a war-forged rebellion. And um, they kind of just are, are not war-forged anymore. They're, they're non, they're, an, they're anti-war-forged. Peace-forged. <laughs> peace peach-forged. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. It sounded like you said peach-forced. Peach-forged, which I enjoy. Peach-forced. <laughs> yeah, the, the peace-forged. So, um, so there you go. That, that is that. And then there is another exhibit. And she's just like, and that one is about the um, the religion at the at the stepping stones, about he who was and and whatnot. So if you would like to go disperse, I will meet everyone in the main exhibit room with the idol. I'm looking forward to it. What was the first one? The first term? <sighs> the Tridal Triumv- Triumvirate. Sorry, that is about the three different underwater cities. Mm. All right, Mona's gonna go to the stepping stone religion one. Good, I think I we'll do the water cities. I'll go. I'll go to the Peace Forge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, Eli- Elijah I'm... sees all the wa- all the water theme on there, and he's like, "I'm good without." <laughs> no, no I'm more open without. water for me. I'm fine. <laughs> he's just like I had a dream last night. I don't want to talk about it. Aww, Aww, baby, he's having a rough day. Okay, Amaranth's gonna go with you. And Marjorie is going to go with Deli. And <laughs> she's just going to be like, is it okay if I like hang with Deli a little bit? Yeah, yeah. She's sure like idle. Yeah. Oh, how fun. Well, I mean, like, I mean, like now we're like, you know, we're all like friends now, right? Right. So I just want to, you know, I should, it, it, you know yeah, is it cool? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> you just seem a little sad. I, <laughs> you know, I didn't think I was going to be. By myself here, but you know that's fine. <laughs> Marjorie doesn't want to learn about religion. <laughs> she does that enough at the nunnery. <laughs> she did actually say that she wasn't very religious. No, yeah. She's like, I'll look. I'll meet. I'll meet you back up. We'll, we'll all meet together in the exhibit room. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Bye. Bye. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she walks with. She's like, hey, Dolly, wait up. <laughs> Basically, boy. <Yeah. laughs> Elijah, you and Amaranth walk into the exhibit for the advances of Dysus. And Coniferous is in there. And he is futzing with the machine. It keeps, like, flashing red. I don't know how to fuck this is. I'm, I am myself as a mechanical creation. But I know I have life, see? So if you could uh, register my life imprint. And then it just keeps saying, like... That it doesn't like recognize it up on the screen and like flashing Aww. red, and he's just like, "This is I am already having a bad enough day." Oh well, yeah, that's uh, I'm sure we can get this sorted out. Uh, and he's like surprised to see you in here, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm having a problem with the machine." I know, you know that I'm I'm sure we can fix the machine up so it's less doing what it's doing. I don't know anything about machines. It seems to have a little spot for your finger to go. And he is putting his finger there. And it's just but like... he's wearing gloves. <laughs> if you try taking the gloves off. Oh. Well, I, sp- I suppose I could. I suppose I just thought that it was not able to read my life. He takes off his glove and he puts his finger in there. And then it flashes green. Well, that's... It's a little bit embarrassing, but thank you so much. <laughs> you know, Aww. sometimes you get frustrated and every problem seems 
just insurmountable. It happens. It so happens to everyone. That's very insightful. Thank you. I yes, I think that is where I'm at today. Yeah, you and you and Amaranth can walk up. There is just a big mural on the wall of the 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 new leader of Dysis, who is just a warforged woman, and there are a lot of like there are a lot of different people in the crowd, so it's not just warforged. It's like it's Warforge, and then it's just kind of everyone, just a big smattering of people. Seems like a seems like an interesting place. Seems good that they got their war situation under control. Oh yes, well I was actually from Dicis, so they um they did get it under control. It was actually a a bad artificer who was who was messing with the codes. Oh, I wish, I wish it was simple that simple for other people. Could just fix the codes. Well, I wouldn't say it was simple. Say for being held by someone well, who was in government control. I, I guess I wish it was that clear how you fix it when you can. Well, I suppose it's kind of the same in that the codes, which is to say the laws are wrong. So you're the just laws are wrong. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like admit to that. That does seem right. You know, you know, you you seem extremely smart and extremely talented. What about what about laws are wrong? I I might have missed it. A lot of laws are wrong, Amaranth. They're bad. They exist to punish people. Okay, but only bad people though. Is it only bad people? I don't think so. I think it's anyone who gets in the way of the government. Exactly. All the rich are just you know, not existing in the right way. There's laws against panhandling. Do you think that beggars are bad people, Amaranth? No, I, I, I don't. Uh, some places there's laws against sleeping on the street. Do you think that homeless people are bad people, Amaranth? Okay, no, obviously I don't. <laughs> if someone steals a loaf of bread, Amaranth, because they're hungry, are they a bad person, uh, Amaranth? This is, I don't know, it's a... That's a moral quandary. It's a case-by-case -case basis. Hold on, why is it a moral quandary? Okay, I, I, I don't know. It seems to me that everyone should get to have food if they need to eat food. Exactly. I like you, Coniferous. <laughs> Sorry you. about your play. Oh, it's fine. I'm sure I've been able to find the inspiration to carry on. I bet you will. Will you try just do an improv? <laughs> without the machine? Well, I did think about it, I guess. But, but what if I can't? What if I can't find it inside me to exist without a machine? No. <laughs> no, that is not how I must be. <laughs> I have to do this on my own. You're very right. I am right. Thank you. Amaranth <laughs> is just like putting his finger on the machine. <laughs> just like, he's over this. <laughs> are you going to do the machine thing, Elijah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You put your finger on the machine and it scans it and you're green. You're good. Good to go. Okay. Deli? Yes. Okay. So Marjorie catches up with you, <laughs> and she's just like, Hey, uh, Deli, uh, do you mind if I, like... Oh, I just figured you might want to hang out with Mona. Oh, yeah, but, like, I don't know. We had, like, I don't know. We had fun last night, and I just thought we could, like, hang yeah, out a little totally. bit. Yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, we're just going to learn about underwater cities, I guess? That sounds like fun. And yeah. As, yeah, and as you walk into the exhibit, um, you see Atlas there getting his fingers scanned, and then she's like, it sounds like less fun now. Oh, no. Do you think he'll recognize us? 
and I mean, as you're saying that, he does have a really high perception. Oh, so, hi. um, so he he puts his glove back on and pulls away from the machine and notices you. The last time, like I'm whispering to Marjorie, right? the last time I saw him, I sang at him. Not great, perfectly average, I would say. <laughs> um, so it might be awkward, other than the whole like killing his dream worm thing, but. I'm sure I, I, maybe he doesn't even remember, you know, maybe he had a, he had a rough night. And he's just like, you're the one who sang me the lullaby. Oh, hi. <laughs> Alice, right? Yes, that yes. is, that is my name. I don't think I caught yours, but I, um. Oh, you could call me Cordelia. It's fine. Uh, oh, you were going to, you were going to perform tonight. Cordelia Cascade. You have fun, Nick. <laughs> You need some water, Alice? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Talks fast! I know. Uh, oh, yeah! I mean, I love all sorts of art, so I gain my inspiration from everywhere. Um, yeah, I'm surprised to see you here. Uh, well, yes, I wasn't intending to, to leave the circus because um, everything is waterlogged, and I believe I should attend to that, but... <laughs> But then I was told by uh, Ela to come in and check out the unfolding play. Right, right. And that's not happening. No, there is a lot of very strange uh, circumstantial things that seem to be happening. Right. Uh, well, I guess here we are, appreciating art together. Right? Well, yes, I suppose it's like fate has decreed it. Oh, yes. Fate. Love, love fate. <laughs> love her. Um... <laughs> Are you going to go to the machine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, I'll, like, scoot around. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, I guess I'll, I'll put my finger on the machine. So, yeah. I'm interested in water cities? <laughs> I, I came from one. I came from Arcatica. Oh, um, I'm from Oshana. Where's Arcatica? Would I know? <laughs> this Arcata, Arcata, yeah, yeah. There's a there is three uh, underwater cities, and you can see a mural of them here in this room. Okay. And there is Cascada, which is where your ancestors presumably came from, mm -hmm. which is the highest one, and it seems to be in in a nice little um a nice little divot. So it seems to be some like freshwater uh lake or something like that. And then there is. A second one, which is pretty uh, relatively low in the ocean, kind of like middle mid level in the ocean, and that one is labeled Arcadica. And then there is the lowest one that is down down where the water is dark, and that one's Lightlaria. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he just points to the middle one. He's like, "That's the one. That's the one I'm from." Oh, oh, that's nice. Uh, well, I, I guess I'm just here to learn more about my culture. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Marjorie is, like, also going to, like, go behind you and, like, also do, like, the... Little scanny thingy. Little scan thingy. And you and you get that done. And so you do notice, much as in the, uh, the Dysis room, which I didn't explain, but there is a big screen on the wall. And if you look into it, uh, like, if you look into, like, this, um, like, there is just a bronze plate with a screen on top of it, and it shows you the center room where um, Piper is standing near a case with, uh, there is a small idol in there. And you can presume that within this glass case, that idol is the, the Dreamer of Three Faces. So, hmm. so yeah. Mona, you enter into a, an exhibit on the uh, stepping stones. And there is a mural in here 
of just a lot of religious iconography, specifically old religious iconography of, you know, there is an angel, there are several priests that are like, you know, represented, you know, like in, in the art style of 300 years ago. And yeah, and then there's Selyun, which is basically probably the only figure you would 100% know. And so that's what you see. And also in here is Willow and Arya. So yeah, Willow, Willow and Arya are just just chilling in here. Okay. Is there any information on these various like angels or are there just like depictions of them? Yeah, there is a little like a little podium looking plaque next to the mural and it seems to have a little a little bit of writing on it like there's kind of like willow since she's in a like a wheelchair she's like taking up a bit of space near the the plaque Mm -hmm. and seems to be like looking over it as well okay so mona would join okay so you can read from the plaque that it's mostly talking about he who was and painting him as someone who was very helpful to Selyun and who was betrayed by his exarch, his his primary angel, who tricked his like head priestess into like, helping him kill he who was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's basically what the plaque says. And when I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were interested in. Well, I guess you've got the eye, so you're uh, you're a sister of Ewan, right? Right. That's correct. Okay. Uh, and you as well are interested in? Oh, well, yeah, I'm the, from the library. So, you know, sometimes I actually talk to the sisters of you and, uh, we transfer books sometimes. Uh, she'll nod. And she says, um, I wonder how it is possible for everyone to have just forgotten about he who was. That's kind of sad. What I, what I read, and it could be wrong, but that exarch had some kind of power he made them forget who he was. His name was scrubbed from absolutely everything, every every religious text. That's how the rumor goes. Must have really hated this guy. Sounds like it. Mona will. Is Arya like here as well? Arya's yeah. She's scanning her finger. Okay. She has to take her red glove off as well. <laughs> so she's just putting that back on. It would be terribly sad to just be forgotten by everyone, wouldn't it? Is she saying that to Arya? To, to Willow. Oh yeah. I- I think you'd be sad to be forgotten by everyone. Yes, uh, but but I suppose he who was is is dead. So I don't know. He's too broken up about it. <laughs> <laughs> A pragmatist. I like her. <laughs> I gonna say I know, but it's like you know, most people like live on in those who remembers them. You know, that is a good point. But yeah. he doesn't even get that courtesy. No, not even the people who are most religious. Even his head priest has forgot his name. Maybe someone will remember it one day, or. She kind of shrugs and just like, she says, I, yeah, I don't think anyone deserves that fate. No, it, it's a, it's a bit extreme, but you know, I mean, I suppose the Exarch did kill him, so wasn't exactly a fair, a fair gentleman, that angel. No, probably not. Unless he, I mean, maybe he who was, was like super evil, I suppose. Well, they always talk about him like he's a, he's a good man, a just, a just got a piece, but then again, I guess they would. They're our living record. Right. Well, you know, we've got so many people dedicated to the pursuit of knowledge. I believe that's, you know, no stone will will remain unturned for long. Especially with all the wonderful technology that's available to us these days, I think that sooner or later someone will uncover the truth. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. 
I really do hope we get there. What was her name again? Desdemona. Nice to meet you. Don't remember if I introduced myself, but I'm Willow. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah, and she just shakes her hand. You friends with, um, you just are Aria? Oh, no. I mean, I mean, I know about her. Um, she's, a uh, she's an amazing actress and singer. And I, and I want to be, uh, an actress myself in, uh, in moving pictures. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I want to, I want to be a P.I., you know, like how they have those really gritty noir, you know, action <laughs> movies. That would be so cool. I know. That's my dream. Getting close to it, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was managed to get an invite to the unfolding play. Not many people get that. That's pretty big. Yeah. She'll say, well, it's, yeah, it's been a pleasure to meet you. We'll have to, I'll swing by the library sometime. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. I look forward to seeing you. And you're going to do the little finger thingy? Mm-hmm. Okay, you do the finger thingy. And you also notice the screen kind of like set up near the machine. And so as you're looking into that, and Piper is mostly just like kind of pacing around, making sure everything, you know, is is perfect, that all of the, uh, that, that it's properly roped off and just kind of checking to make sure everything's fine. You know, she seems to have like a little script that she's going over. <laughs> and I guess everyone can roll me, <laughs> everyone can roll me perception, please. 16. 15. I believe this is a 10. Yep. All of you notice each of the security screens that are in these rooms that are showing this exhibit, the lights in that exhibit flicker. And you can see a figure that comes into view from the corner of the room that obviously Piper immediately notices because she has been like setting up in here. And they, from what little you can tell in this image, they're wearing some kind of hammered golden mask with two long curved horns and a copper marigold between them. Every inch of their skin and hair is covered both by a dark cowl and a fitted black bodysuit. And they're approaching her and you hear her talking as as she gets closer and Piper is clearly like panicking. And um, she says, Piper Spyglass. And she's like, who are you? No one of importance, not like you, who've built your name on the bones of civilizations that weren't yours to claim. The distantly great-granddaughter of Marigold Spyglass, the start of generations of cultural thieves who all bore that mark that you are so proud of. And you'd, you'd notice the mark whenever you saw her. There was just this, like, beautiful, bright green and blue mark that was coming down from her neck onto her collarbone, which she now covers with her blazer. And um, she's just like, why the sudden interest... The idol? You can't come much closer than that. This person disregards her, continuing to speak in approach, and she says, You have long been the catalyst for the illegal trade of antiquities that never belonged to you or your culture. You upheld a colonious narrative that whatever you find can be displayed and monetized, and used as a lens to gawk and other those people to whom you do not belong. And she's not focused on that. She is just like, Please, miss, you can't get near the display. There will be consequences. You've never had to worry about that. And neither will I. You don't need to concern yourself with your ill-gotten goods. I will be the catalyst of their repatriation. And she gets close, and suddenly there are just alarms through this whole place. And um, you notice that the doors on every exhibit, the exhibits that you're in included, like these huge, or bronze-plated doors, rather, they kind of like lock together, like latch together. And that's for each of you. So now you all are in these rooms. Mona is with Willow and Arya. Elijah is with Amaranth and Coniferous. And obviously, Deli is with Marjorie and Atlas.
Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.